Hi everyone and welcome back to the Girl Recovering Podcast. My name is Kelly. I am so happy you are here with me today. It has actually been quite a while since I've sat down and filmed a podcast episode. While I've been posting, I haven't actually sat down to film a podcast episode in probably months. So it feels good to be back and have my mic and everything back set up. There has been a lot happening in my life the past little bit and as by nature of what I do here on this podcast, I wanted to talk about it and talk about some of the things that it has meant to me in my life and the different lessons I've learned and I think the biggest theme around it is attracting more happy energy. So before we go into that and what that even means, because I know usually I'm more robust with how I make my episodes and this is more of a fluid topic, if you will, but I wanted to still talk about it anyways. So I'll start with the big question is what's been going on? So for the past few months, like I mentioned, lots of life changes. My parents moved out of our childhood home. I moved apartments. I talked about living in Toronto before. I still live in Toronto now. I just live in a different apartment, so I've been living on my own, which is something I've talked a lot about on this podcast is being alone. And I've touched on living alone, but now I'm officially doing it. And it is the best decision I ever made, truly. I love it. And I've had a lot of changes with the relationships in my life. So I've formed a lot of new relationships, deepened other relationships, got rid of toxic relationships, a lot of changes around the relationships in my life. And work has been different because I've been taking on a new role. So just pretty much all facets of my life have changed. And change can be one of those things that is either terrifying or super fun. And I know I've done podcast episodes on it before. It is something that has been fun, but it's still overwhelming, 100%. It's always going to be overwhelming, but the way not to get overwhelmed with that is to look for the meanings in all of it. I think that everything happens in our life for a reason, and change is hard. There is absolutely no doubt to that. Change is hard. It's not fun. And it puts you through a lot of different things in your life, but things that you need to learn. I think for me, I was at a point in my life where I was going through a lot of transition and it was uncomfortable and it sucked. And even now that I'm at a happier point in my life, I still feel like there is a lot going on that I can't necessarily wrap my head around. It still gets difficult, but I think it means something different now. And it's a different type of difficult where it almost makes me excited for the future, whereas before, I find that when there's a lot of change and it sparks a depressive episode, you don't have much hope for the future because you are missing your past life. But when you start to change your mindset a bit, you look towards the future. And that was the biggest shift for me was changing my mindset towards being less dreadful of the future and more so looking for the opportunities in what the future held for me. For example, because that's quite a vague statement, for example, with my parents moving out of our childhood house, that was my safe space. I loved going back to visit my parents. They lived close to me, so it was convenient, and we had lived in that house my entire life. 
but now they moved and it's sad that I can't go home whenever but it makes me appreciate living in Toronto more and building my community more here instead of always escaping it when things got bad so while it is a scary thing just trying to change my mindset to looking for the positive in those opportunities which leads me to attracting and finding more happy energy in my life happiness is something I struggled with for months it was something I felt like I didn't even understand anymore. I didn't know what it felt like to be happy. I felt in the dumps all the time and I didn't know why. I thought I was broken. I thought it would never go away because it was happening for months. Even if I wasn't in a depressive episode, I just never really felt happy. So it was something that for me was really confusing and really frustrating because when you don't feel happy, you start to panic a little bit, or at least I did, because I thought it was a feeling that would last forever. But of course, no feelings last forever, and there are ways to be happy that aren't extravagant. I actually think being happy and having an extravagant lifestyle are not the same thing. I think happiness is something completely different. It doesn't matter how many material things you have or how many goals you accomplish, it's actually all of the in-between. But let's go into it. So I would say first with anything involving attraction and happy energy, I would say that I have attracted it. And what I mean by that is I've shifted my mindset to thinking more presently, I guess, and in turn that has attracted things that have been happy that have come into my life. If that makes sense, but let's go into it because it probably doesn't. So starting with the first one, which is being selfish. So I started to shift my mindset from doing things that I think would make me happy or make other people happy to just being genuinely so selfish and making decisions that only involved me, but in a healthy way. I wouldn't do anything that was mean to other people or would ignore other people's feelings or anything like that, but I was such a people pleaser. So I would just do things that would make other people happy in the hopes it would make me happy. But that's not how adult life works. That may have worked a lot when I was in university. Doesn't quite work now. So I was making decisions with only myself in mind. And one great example is I, for so long, was upset that I was single. And I would think of my life and the future with another person in mind. Granted, I didn't have another person in mind, but I would just think, oh, you know, what if I have a partner? What would this look like if I had a partner? I didn't have a partner. <laughs> so I started making selfish decisions to do whatever I want to that didn't involve a partner in my future, like living alone. I really want to live alone, something I always wanted to do, and one thing I would think of is, oh, like, wouldn't it be so great if I had a partner and living alone would be so lonely? But why would I bank on that if I didn't have a partner in the present moment? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was almost wanting to live alone with the hopes that, oh, I, I would have a partner and I wouldn't feel lonely. But then I started shifting, no, it doesn't matter if I feel lonely. I want to live alone and I want to do things by myself. So I really started making those decisions for myself and planning my future with only me in mind, not other factors involving other people. 
The second one is identifying toxic people and behaviors and moving away from them. I've talked a lot about this and I think toxic behaviors is something I'm hyper aware of but simultaneously still miss. <laughs> Incredible, I know. Or sometimes I identify them but I don't move away from them. I have found every instance in my life where I have set a hard boundary and gotten rid of, so to speak, of a toxic relationship in my life, I have found a way better, healthier relationship to replace it. Not even found, just that relationship had kind of stumbled into my life. And that has happened multiple times. I broke up with a toxic ex and I met a really healthy friend that I formed a beautiful friendship with. I broke up with, broke up with, I don't know what you would call it, with a toxic friend and had another healthy friend come into my life. It's, and I, I do think it is attraction, although I don't know how much I really believe in all of that. I believe in it to a certain degree, but I've just noticed it a lot in my life. Every time I say no to toxic people or toxic behaviors, I simultaneously, and definitely not on purpose, tend to find or stumble into a healthier relationship or someone that has a lot of healthier behaviors surrounding them. And I really do think that is the universe, if you will, putting more healthy energy into your life because you're taking the steps to remove unhealthy energy. Because when there is toxicity in your life or any toxic relationships, it sucks so much out of you. And every time that I've made the decision to remove those toxic people from my life, it's invited so many other things into my life. And I feel like every time that happens where I break up with someone or set a harsh boundary, everything starts working out for me. It's very bizarre. Maybe try it. Because, you know, literally what are the consequences? Because I think with toxic relationships in particular, you stay in them so long because you think that you'll be upset or not great without them. But when you finally choose you first and say, I don't care if I'm going to be lonely without them, I just can't do this anymore, and you set that harsh boundary, I promise you good things will fill that space in your life. Whether you do it yourself or forces work in your favor, it all ends up working out. And I think that that is a huge part of it. Another way I've, so to speak, attracted happy energy is by getting comfortable with actually saying no to things. I'm a really big advocate for saying yes to things, especially I'm 23 now, so I love just saying yes to experiences, not making really heavy plans in my life, because as we all know, when you make plans, God laughs, but I've gotten really used to saying yes to everything. But you also have to remember, as an adult, there are things that make you tired. There are things that you shouldn't have to put up with anymore as an adult. A good example is actually a toxic behavior that doesn't even affect me. One of my best friends is in a very toxic relationship and I try to be patient and nice for my friend with their partner. But at the end of the day, it's just, it's making me unhappy and it's putting more strain on my life and for what, to be honest. So I get comfortable with saying no to things that I don't feel like I should put myself through. And 
it is a little bit of a power move in the self-love department <laughs> because you should be getting comfortable saying no to things. I think there is such a message in the media about you have to say yes to all these experiences, but you could also say no to things that you know are not going to be fun. There is nothing wrong with saying no. There's nothing wrong with setting boundaries for yourself. And when you do set boundaries for yourself, you are giving yourself more power because you are untouchable to a certain degree because you know where your boundaries start and where they end. And if people try to encroach on those boundaries, you just say no. That's all it is. And it puts a lot of power back in your hands and a lot more control back in your hands, which I think is really important for attraction specifically. Okay, the next one is not putting a lot of pressure on myself. This is a work in progress, guys. <laughs> this is a work in progress. I am not great at this. I'm not perfect at this at all. I put a lot of pressure on myself. I try to remind myself that most things are not that serious. Not that many people are looking at you. It's not that deep. It's okay. That's something I remind myself pretty much on the daily basis is that it isn't that serious. There's always a workaround to things. And that should give you the freedom to not put pressure on yourself. That's when you start to live a more happier life and attract more happier forces. So I try really hard to just be calm, go with the flow, see where it leads me. A lot of my plans nowadays, I commit to one part of it and then just see where it flows. And I've actually made a lot of beautiful relationships through that method and attracted happier and healthier relationships through that method. But it's a hard thing to do. It's not easy. It takes a lot of practice, but it is 100% worth it and is huge with attraction, I would say. And finally, and arguably most importantly, is staying present. The way to be happy, and I've learned, is to stay present, which is a skill. It is not something that comes naturally. Unfortunately, sorry to burst your bubble, it takes a lot of practice to do. Like I mentioned before, happiness isn't about you've done X, Y, and Z or have all of these things in your life. There are so many people that have it all, so to speak, who aren't happy. Because happiness isn't about the big things, it's about the little things. It's about waking up and there's sun outside. It's about putting on a nice outfit. It's not about making sure you have the perfect relationship, the perfect apartment, the perfect... Th Those things get old and they don't fulfill you. The things that fulfill you are the little things, the day-to-day -day things, the small things. There's always going to be small things in your day that make you happy. You just have to be grateful for them, recognize them, notice them, take them in, all those things. And especially when you're hanging out with people, I found that I would be hanging out with people and think to myself, this should be making me happy. Why isn't this making me happy? You know why? I wasn't present. I was worrying about too many things. I was focused on other stressors in my life. I wasn't letting everything else go and being present with the people in my life. And it's not easy. I was in a very stressful, still am a little bit, very stressful part of my life where there's a lot going on and it's hard to shut off your brain from everything else. But I have an episode on this somewhere, I think, on staying present. But if there's something on your mind, talk about it and let it free or journal it and let it free that way. Let the stressors be settled, whether it be you doing actionable things, journaling about it, talking to someone, so that you can be present in your life. Because you miss so much if you're worrying about other things. And you will not be happy 
if you're stuck in the past or focused on the future. It's just a fact that my therapist has told me, I think pretty much every session I've had with her, but it is such a key and it's hard to do. It's a skill you have to practice every single day, but it is how you really achieve happiness and how you attract that happy energy. Things like gratitude are really important to me and reflecting on my day. If there are things that are stressing me out, I find ways to deal with them instead of bringing them with me into hanging out with friends or doing happy hobbies, anything like that, leave it at the door. You know you will be able to deal with it, so deal with it later and stay present when you can. And those are my tips. Those are the ways that I've, so to speak, attracted happier energy. I know not all will work for people. This is just what has been working for me recently and just because it works today doesn't mean it's gonna work tomorrow. Everything's fluid and everything changes, but I have found that there has been a significant change in my life that I've been focusing more on these things and that more good things have been coming into my life that I don't necessarily try to attract but have just been happening. I do think a lot of the times that when you're not looking for certain things, they do find you. I know it's a huge thing with the relationships, when you're not looking is when it happens, but that applies to a lot of different things in life. So there it is. There you have it. <laughs> I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you wanted to chat or follow along with me, you can follow me on TikTok and Instagram at thegirlrecovering. And with that, I hope you take care of yourself and have an amazing rest of your day. Bye for now.